Thanks for tuning in, guys. This is Podcast Massacre. You might already know that since you clicked the button. Uh, we did a special interview with Anthony a few episodes back, and we are granted with the presence of yet another interviewee. He is the one and the only, your illuminary, Sir Jackson Stewart. How are you doing? <laughs> I, I practice that at home. That was a regal-ass intro, really? too. Really? I kind of took some of it from uh, Tron Legacy <laughs> when they were introducing Clue into the game. Did you know that Podcast Massacre has the power to knight people now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just did that. Well, anyway, uh, you might know Jackson Stewart from one of our previous episodes where we uh, did a little review on Beyond the Gates, and he is the director. Yep, he is a, he's a pretty cool dude. Thanks for thanks for joining us. Well, I like him so far. He's pretty nice. He has a really kind voice. Yeah, I, tr- I trust it. You should narrate <laughs> uh, commercials about adopting puppies and stuff. <laughs> well thanks for coming on man we really appreciate you taking some time to you know hang out and just geek out with us um i know we have a lot of people that listen we told them that you were going to be on the show and they were you know beside themselves you're yeah dude your your movie your movie's made uh it's made quite a splash in the horror community so you know we're Mm -hmm. especially with the three of us i mean we've talked about it a decent amount so um no no problem man um I kind of just want to start off. I want to know, how how did this movie happen? How did Be- Beyond the Gates come to, come to fruition? fruition? Oh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> right. Right, right. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and I, I love that's a super niche idea too. Like this very specific board game horror comes to life 
lightning strikes, let's make this shit fucking That was the happen. best elevator pitch I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, two VCR board game, two brothers, <laughs> let's go. Right, right. Uh-huh. Awesome. The yeah. yin to the yang. <laughs> How easy was it to convince everyone else to jump on board with this film? Because it seemed like it pretty much all came together so seamlessly, and everyone was just played their parts so perfectly, and everyone... Barbara Cramps... And, I mean, come on. I mean, she's like a golden goddess.
Well, I mean, we, hey, not not only as uh, you know members of this podcast, but just as fans. I mean, we all loved loved it to death. The whole thing is just. Well, I mean, I mean, the whole thing is, in my opinion, soaked with love. Like you just feel the love for the genre all throughout this movie, and we're all we're all three of us. We come from that same era. You know what yeah. I mean? So we're all. <clears throat> we're all a little romant like romanticized with it so it it felt very genuine and i i kind of went into the into your movie thinking like i just want to see some heads explode and i want to laugh and you know when i found out that justin wellborn was in it i was like oh i'm fucking in yeah of course <laughs> like i love that guy you know mad, mad love for our boy graham too i mean like that's that's obvious but i mean <laughs> i mean like dude i w- i was invested for like the minute this thing started yeah. you know i really was so well so then that's gonna lead me to my next question i want to know where did this come from i mean like what what set you on this path what what put you Two on horror on horror's doorstep <laughs> yeah Yeah, yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For sure. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes perfect sense. Woo! Dude, I'm so glad you said that. And exactly. exactly the way you said that, because that is the one thing I've been trying to convey to people forever. It's like, like that's why Evil Dead 1 is my favorite of the whole series, because they were trying so hard to make it scary, and it just... It's like, it, it, they weren't self-aware. It's like, how scary is this? Like, that's kind of funny, actually. <laughs> but that makes it... You love it even more for that, because they poured their heart into it. Yeah. And the minute it becomes self-aware, like, we're going to make it, like, intentionally kind of goofy. It's like, well, then it's not goofy exactly. anymore. Nowadays, you're like, oh, this reminds me of Evil Dead. You don't you don't compare Evil Dead with anything else because that's what started the genre. Yeah. There you go. Please. Oh, for sure. <laughs> sure, sure. 
It's a whole different movie. I actually have that book. <laughs> right. Mm hmm. Well, I've seen some of the hairstyles of today, and I'm like, what are you really talking shit about? I don't get it. <laughs> so what it really comes down to is just sincerity, I think. And I think that's I think that's where your movie nailed it, where some may have missed the mark. I mean, it's, you know, it, in my opinion, and this is, I'm not coming from a filmmaker's perspective, but it's like, it's really easy to go, I'm going to make this head explode and put some fucking 80s synth to it, and <laughs> bam, we got ourselves a movie. Like, For sure, for sure. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> J Jason and Hell? What? <laughs> That's so bad. Just pay a mortgage, man. <laughs> Adult responsibilities. Adult responsibilities. <laughs> that shit is more terrifying than any horror cover oh, I've ever it seen. Totally is. <laughs> so That's, you oh. say that that Jason goes to hell and and oh, Evil Dead that really inspired you. Was there anything else that just made you grasp onto horror with both hands and then just be like, I want to be a director and direct these horror films and make people head explode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Dude, right? <laughs> there are so many things that I watch now, and as a kid, I was like, this is fucking traumatizing. And now you're yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. Defenseless. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We all have those childhood moments where For we're just sure. like, I almost peed myself then. I got mine. That's what's yours? Cemetery. I want to know yours real quick. It's pet cemetery. What? Uh, yeah. Pet no cemetery. shit. I when when the chick was in the bed and she was like, "Come here," I was like, "No." Nope, oh, Zelda. John. What? Zelda. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh! I was like, I, I went under the covers and I I was shivering with fear and I was like, "Oh God, this is the moment I have to use the bathroom and I have to figure out what's more important, <laughs> going to the bathroom or peeing in bed." I don't know, but this is really hard for me. <laughs> See, I I I have. What's that? Oh, for <laughs> sure. I actually have that in common with you. Uh, mine was going to the video store with my parents, and I would always wander over to the scary movie section and just kind of look at the covers. And actually, the movie that like that solidified my love of the horror genre was initially Bela, Lugosi, Bela Lugosi's Dracula. Mm -hmm. Secondary was The Burbs. <laughs> Which was yeah. supposed to be funny. I just loved it. I love I love the atmosphere. I love the like the whole the way the whole movie plays out. It's like this is like everything that I love about horror. Mm. Like just wrapped up in a nice neat little bow and it has Tom Hanks in it, so I can hate on well, it. Well my new favorite is Beyond the Gates because that has a little <laughs> bow on it. It's a little bow on the gate. I should have put a bow on the gate. Damn it. Opportunity lost. So <laughs> I'm waiting. So so what what's next for you, man? What do you what do you got what do you got working on right now? Fuck. Yep. 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 Dude. Like maybe like like the psychological fallout of surviving? Fuck.
What? Now that's uh <laughs> That's yes, a yeah, that's yes. quite a name to still kind of slide in why there. Is that, why is that the second one you mentioned? Do you know if everyone's on board? Like, wanted to go for it? <laughs> You're saying all the buzzwords in yeah. this room. You've got like two. You've got like two people over here that are like silently losing their shit. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. So I know, I know his head blew off, but it, you might want to talk to Matthew Mercer to see if he can be in the second one. He could just be like another character. I don't know. Where's I mean, your, he could just where, be in it. Where's your love for Justin? Where's his well, Matthew Mercer? Man? <laughs> wow, you're so one-sided. Pocket. I don't want to shrink them down and, and put them <laughs> in my pocket. <laughs> oh, for sure, man. You, you know, you've got an eye for for what you're doing, and I, I think you have a really, really bright, promising career ahead of you. You've, I mean, we're all fans, and we're all supporting you and what you're doing. Um, and uh, I, I do have one seriously pressing question to ask. And okay, so that is, if you were a murder weapon, what murder weapon would you be, and why? That's a nice one. It's nice. Yep. You're though. so much nicer than me. I'm like, I'm like, I want to be a plastic bag. I just picture like floating in the wind, though. Like it's so pretty. Look at there it is. There it is. Underutilized, I say. Underutilized. It's also a Katy Perry song. <laughs> Oh, 
bad. My bad. Alright. Ooh. Yes. <sighs> I just readjusted my man spread for that question. Yes, I have, sir. <laughs> what can I talk to you about? Exactly. And there's the replay value is okay. And the downloadable content, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm going to continue with the first one. So absolutely amazing. First off, I love the randomly generated Jason because you don't know what you're going to get. I also love the downloadable content, but I don't know if you have you ever come back as was it Tommy? Oh my gosh. No shit. <sighs> For sure. So close. Yeah, cherry on top. Yeah. So, okay, I'm going to ask, what is your preferred method of escape in Friday the 13th? Because it's always different from every player. It is. It is. The two-seater. Air traps. Yeah. Uh. Also, he can swim. What's up with that? I didn't think. Why? Why? How can Jason <laughs> swim? That's like the one logistical thing I think he could not do. I think he just. I think he just walks on the bottom on like the lake bed. But he grabs the boat when, to tip you over. Why does nobody talk about uh, Jason Takes Manhattan, by the way? That's my favorite. That's my personal favorite. I don't know why I love it so much. I think it's kind of like, you know, you were talking about um, uh, Nightmare, was it Nightmare 4 that you were saying? That's Jason Takes Manhattan for me. That was like one of the first like modern ones. It sounds or like a rom-com. Modern, modern, modern for my age. I saw that and it like freaked me out. I don't know why. Yeah. It stuck with me.
Well, I have... <laughs> I feel like, for me, it was all about, like, part three is my, ac my absolute favorite of the Friday the 13th, and then a close second would be Takes Manhattan. You know, like, yeah. I, I have a soft spot for Takes Manhattan just because it kind of got me into the Jason I like Jason story. X. Jason X is dope. I can't stop watching that. But but, I think it was part two that had the best kill, in my opinion, and that, um, the uh, the guy in the, the in the wheelchair, that gets the machete across the face and then goes down like five yeah. flights of stairs. Yeah. Like I could watch that forever. See, it's I'm gonna, just I'm gonna rebuttal you with Jason X having the best kill because sleeping when bag? You, no, it's the down the oh. screw when she's like oh. sliding down the screw in slow motion. <laughs> like that one was the best kill. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think you will much longer because there was, you know, once upon a time, season of the witch. What you know, you were, you know, you were a leper if you thought that if you thought that was the best Halloween, and now it has this insane cult following. Yeah. You know. I think, you know, pe people start becoming, it's like you you want a break from the formula, a break from the routine. It's like try to do something different. You appreciate the change of gears, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought H2O was pretty good, though. I th I actually, I to this day, I still enjoy H2O. I thought it was, I thought it was a good re-entry into the series. Oh, don't tell me that. Don't.
<laughs> Let's just shoot him in the eyes twice, blow him up. He came back. He's unscathed, too. He looks pretty good. <laughs> he has abs now. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that one, man. But I'm 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 Texas Chainsaw all the way. Yeah. I just think it's I think that that had the potential to be such a great franchise. It really did. And yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, I feel that. I feel that. Um, I think uh, I think he had something really special with the first one, and it could have gone in you know a number of different directions. But I like the the tone just completely shifted in the second one. You know what I mean? So to the point where you're like, I don't really. Yeah, and then after that, it just kind of like went off the rails, and you have the newer remakes. But I mean. For sure. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Well, I was... I was going to go wrap it up with the, uh, go back to uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't know if any of you watched the documentary. It's like two hours long. You don't have to. But I was going to say, after the first uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, they had to replace Robert England. Um, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I do that all the time on this stuff. Uh, yeah, it made people really excited, and then they crushed their dreams. Uh but, uh, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. And then they had to replace him because of uh, scheduling conflicts. And so they switched him with another actor, put on the makeup and everything. It was okay. But the way he moved and his body language was completely not Freddy Krueger. And so then Robert saw the trailer of, uh, like, a little snippet of it. And he was like, no, no, that's not, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, and it's kind of tricky to keep the same feel of each movie because that's what people keep coming back for, but you can't make the same exact movie. So it's kind of a fine line to, to not tread on. So, yeah. Well, we have to start thinking about closing this up. We just wanted to say thank you so much for giving us your time because... This was amazing. You, you made it so easy on us. Dude, I feel, I feel like we could have sat here and talked to you for hours, man. You need to, like, just uh, catch a flight out to Washington one of these days, have a beer with us, and just talk some shit. Yeah, your brain is full of knowledge. <laughs> well, is there is there anything that, uh, before we sign this off, is there anything you want to give to your, you know, to your fans or people that may not have seen this film yet, uh... Anything you want to say to people that might be listening? I'm about to. I'm about to. Well, dude, thank you so, so much for being on here with us. Again, everybody here, huge fans. Can't wait to see where, where your career goes. Can't wait to have you on again when we talk about your next film. Um, yeah, man. Uh, keep it up. Big fans. Absolutely, yeah, man. You. you take care, all right? Huh, bye-bye.